All right. Welcome, everybody, to our year-end call of our um, FET Union Team's leadership call. This is going to be the last call of the year as we will take the next couple weeks off to observe the, uh, the holidays, Christmas, and New Year's. And we will be back with you on, what is that first Thursday in, uh, in January? I think it's, or the, the second, actually, the January 8th or 9th, something around that time? 9th. Yeah, yep, we'll be back right around the 9th for our first call and ready to kick in 2014. Um, Christy, if you're out there, you're on mute, you need to put that host code in so you're a speaker. It was sent in the message. Um, but anyways, guys, we are going to get going here, and what we're going to do tonight is hear from a lot of our elite coaches. Uh, we're going to hear about, you know, 2013, what worked for them, what didn't work for them, and what, you know, they're going to be looking forward to to really hitting hard in 2014. Um, but before we do that, just wanted to put a couple pieces of information you guys have had. Uh, we've been talking about this at nauseum for the last few weeks and want you guys just to, you know, really understand that what you're doing right now is going to really pay big dividends in 2014. And like I said before, maybe you're listening for the first time, but a lot of people in 2014 make those all-important New Year's resolutions. So a lot of the no's that you've been getting or the, the people on the fence, they're going to come around here in January. So this is a very, very good time for you to recheck back with them and, you know, help them with their New Year's resolutions. People are going to do one of three things. They're going to go get a gym membership. They say that about 45% um, of the gym memberships in a year come in that first month of January, and over 20% of those people quit in that first month because they don't feel they have the support. So they're going to go do that. They're going to go buy a big bottle of protein and some weight loss pills from Costco, or they're going to come to you. So what you're doing right now is going to help people immensely make that decision a little bit easier come January 1st. Um, for those people in the Midwest area, Michigan, Illinois, Wisconsin, Indiana, maybe even Tennessee, um, anywhere within driving distance, just wanted to put a plug in that. Um, we got some encouraging news yesterday, Jason and I, and we're trying to make it a reality. Um, actually heard from Mr. Horton, Tony Horton himself, about the possibility of finally coming out to our great state of Michigan. Um, it's a strong possibility. Um, I think Jason would agree from, from the message we got. He really wants to work with us. But we need your guys' help. Whether you are in the area and plan to come, I can almost guarantee you if you're on the call and you have a team, you have people on your team and or customers who would be interested in coming. So on my wall right now, on Jason's wall right now, and in our team pages, you're going to see some posts from me promoting a kind of a group event page. It's not really an event page. It's a group page. But what we're trying to do is get as many people in this group as possible to say they would support coming to this event. Um, so what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to join that group, and you're going to want to get your customers and your coaches to do the same thing. And then put a little shout-out to Tony. Talk about what Tony or P90X or the whole idea of any of his programs have done for you. When we get that group up to a certain amount, and I want it to be a few hundred, 250 to 300, I'm hoping we can do here in the next five to seven days. What I'm hoping we can do is I'm going to add Tony himself so he sees us outpouring. That makes that decision for him a little bit easier. Um, Jason, anything else you, will, you think we ought to say on that? 
Um, no, just a great opportunity. You know, and he's got such a busy schedule um, that, you know, he doesn't know what's coming up that far um, in advance. It could be like a TV show. It could be a movie. It's like it's hard to say. But if we can um, put on the calendar, you know, that we're going to have a 1,000 or 1,500 people here, then all the numbers work out right. It's affordable that everybody can go to, meet Tony, have time to take a picture, you know, and tell him your little story. And then, um, you know, with that kind of momentum, it's really hard to say no to. Like he said, he's already expressed an interest that he wants to come out and work with us. So it's like now we just need to show the backing that um, will we'll make it justifiable and real enough so they can actually put on the schedule. So that's what we're asking for help is everybody just go to the, the website and join the page and, you know, commit to, you know, basically spending $10, $15, 20 so that you can go out there and have a couple cool workouts with Tony and meet him and get an autograph. And it's really a great event. It's one of the things that kind of put my career in overdrive. So I really recommend it. Yeah, and one of the big things that, you know, is going to happen here, guys, is the outpouring of support that you show is going to do a couple things. It's going to show him that we really are serious about having Tony Horton here in Michigan. And two, the more people we can get to commit to attend the event, the cheaper the event comes. Tony comes with the price, just like any trainer does. And people like myself and Jason and some of your leaders put up that cost up front. And, you know, we want to bring Tony here, but we have to make it cost-effective for everybody, you, including us. So the more people we get, the cheaper this event comes. And like Jason just kind of alluded to, we would love for it to be somewhere in that $15, $20 range. Um, I'm not a big fan of, of some events being so expensive, but we need you guys to attend. Um, we need you guys to commit. So please find that event page. Find it in my wall, Jason's wall, in all the team pages, and Commit to going. Ask to join the group. You'll get approved pretty immediately and put a nice post up there. We want to get it to a few hundred people. And if you're not going, don't let it die there. Go ask your team, go ask your customers, and go ask your coaches. I've already sent a big blurb out, and a lot of people that have joined have been some customers of mine. So let's make this happen, guys. We've got a very strong possibility of it. Okay. Um, wanted to uh, end the year with your leaders, guys. We wanted to go ahead and end the year by allowing you to hear from some of your elite leaders. We have, um, most of you don't know this, we have eight, eight elite coaches in the Fit Union teams. You know, that makes up um, Team Sparty, the Union, um, Team Lightning Strike, Extreme Team. Uh, Nicole and, and Lindsay, you guys have extreme or individual team names, or are you guys part of Team Lightning Strike? I have individual. Shout it individual. out. Doubt it out. <laughs> and what about you, Lindsay? Match. All right. We are team match. So your leaders of those teams are part of, you know, the um, 90, 90, was it 94, 95 elite coaches from 2013. And we wanted to end the year with you guys being able to hear from your leaders. And unfortunately, we couldn't have a, a few of our coaches couldn't make it tonight because the holidays is tis the season, right? and got a lot of things going on. But what we wanted to do is just talk a little bit about what worked, what didn't work, um, and what all of us are going to be focusing on, you know, in our business as well as you guys for 2014. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to our lovely ladies first to go ahead um, and just, you know, give a little bit of information and, and talk to you guys a little bit. And then 2014, we're going to kick it off with some great speakers. Um, you guys are going to be blown away by the things we got planned for us and technology-wise going forward. 
So, um, Nicole and Lindsay, let you guys fight over who wants to go first. Um, I can. All right. All right. Hi, this is Nicole Jones. Um, thanks for having um, me speak, Jeffrey. Uh, what I wanted to say this year for me that didn't work so well as it did last year was finding people on Facebook. So what I did was I started off branching out into Instagram and Google+. And those have been huge, huge, huge gold mines for me. So I've been trying to, you see my post, and guys, get on Google Plus and get on your Instagram. Because um, I'm picking up customers and coaches left and right. So I will definitely be, um, in the 2014, trying to make a bigger presence on those two sites. Um, just because... You know, something new, something fresh, especially Google Plus. There's not a lot of beach body presence there, so there's a lot of potential and a lot of people there that need help and a lot of people to meet that don't maybe know about beach body or they haven't ever heard from a coach or you know they already you know own P90X or something, an older program and they just need some encouragement to dust it off and then you know you got a new challenger and introduce them to Shakeology and stuff like that. Um, so that would be my um, biggest uh, tidbit of just as far as growing your business is to branch out into different social media sites. Don't just focus on your Facebook. What did you find, Nicole, from a, from a standpoint this year that, you know, because I know a lot of the coaches out there love to hear what, what didn't work for us too so they don't make some of the same mistakes and, you know, was there anything in particular that you would have done different or, or won't do again in 2014? Um, the only thing I would do different is um, I I need to invite more. I've realized that, you know, even just a few exposures a day, you know, I try to, you know, I try to aim for like 50 a week. That I just need to bump up the numbers if you want to – because my goal is to grow faster, so of course you need to talk to more people. It's a numbers game. So that would be my thing, is looking back, I wish I had of invited um, and talked to more, even more people than I already do. Absolutely. So I know that's one of the things that I struggle with, too. One of the things I struggle with, too, Nicole, is um, sticking to my inviting schedule. It's just so important when we do that. Yep. All right. Lindsay, are you out there? Yes, yes. Yes, I am. No. I'm Smash would love to hear from you. Yes. Um, I want to just quickly add on to um, what you guys were just saying in that um, I agree totally on the invite piece. That was something that um, I actually really started to refocus on and um, – Sometimes if you want to grow faster and, you know, you have some really big goals that you want to achieve, maybe it's uh, getting out of your job or paying off some kind of big debt, uh, you need to get more income going. Um, I would say you got to focus on more than just getting success club. So um, what I was doing in the beginning was just getting okay. I got six or seven points, okay, I got ten points, or wherever I would get, and then I would just kind of prepare for the next month and do other things. So um, just to add on to you guys, I totally wrote down that 
um, inviting, and I had actually increased it, which was really cool, and I saw a nice um, increase from that. So, yeah, I definitely would encourage you to step up invites. Um, and then every, you know, um, I did pretty well finding, I would say, yeah, Facebook's definitely gotten rough to meet new people. However, um, I, if you are a part of groups, you can totally bring in new people and um, you are able to send messages to people that you that are friends of your friends that are so if you have so like for example if you have um, that's why I think you've heard a lot from the top coaches about going to your to friends of their friends and um, just dropping them a message something saying hi or whatever you can also research their interests which is nice um, but anyways uh, I just spent a lot of time on Twitter, and that really worked really well for me. Um, and then I've moved to Instagram as well. Um, and I would say, like, the biggest thing was consistency and really um, delegating a lot of stuff that I needed that was costing me busy time and really getting my time management under control were the big things that helped me this year. Um, what would you say, Lindsay, was something that – um, you know, if you were going to give one piece of advice to your team, Team Smash is listening and they are looking for that one big piece of advice that you think 2014 um, can really help them be be an elite coach or be a diamond coach, um, what, um, what would that be? I think that... And, and this is actually where my head's going, is very much focusing on the needs of your team and your clients and not thinking of your points and your, there's, you know, you need to achieve your goals, but by focusing on those pieces without the expectation, you certainly will get Success Club and you will um, grow. Um, I also would say, you know, being at, make sure you get to every event you can get to and plug into as much as you can if you can't. Like when I was on bed rest, um, when I was pregnant with the twins last year, I couldn't get out of the house. So I just was all over team calls and um, I would do different personal development from home that I could keep myself plugged in from home. Um, but now that I can travel again, I'm, I've been back out, and I would encourage you to definitely get to Las Vegas um, and get to, um, you know, tra if there's leadership training that comes to your city or comes close um, from Beachbody, I would go to that. I would go to Super Saturdays. Um, those uh, pieces just the it helps you really get to know everybody, which um, you know really helps in my opinion, your confidence and your belief in the company that you need to, like, be refreshed. A lot of people, um, we, have, we have to, you know, we go through a lot of obstacles. It's, it's not all roses for us as elite coaches. We definitely go through the objections, and we go through all that stuff. And I think that by surrounding yourself with the people um, and not just being home and never getting to these events really does help you. 
um, as well as personal development. Absolutely. So those would be my tips. All right. Good stuff. We're going to come back to both you ladies here in a little bit. Christy, are you out there? I'm here. I'm here. I just right. got done doing some Christmas shopping, and so got home about 15 minutes ago, but I everything wrote down. Awesome. So, Christy, um, you know, I'm really interested to hear, you know, more from a perspective of your team and, you know, what, what things are working, what things would you definitely like to see improved upon, and what advice would you give Extreme Team and all the callers out there? Um, I would say um, focusing, like Lindsay said, my number one thing I wrote on my sheet earlier today is focusing on the customer's needs, um, not just looking at them as a success club point um, or making money off them. Um, I don't even look at the money. Um, it's great, but I look at, I just get really, really excited when I find the perfect workout for them because that's what we're here for. It would Slim and Six be better for them or would P90X? Um, you know, a lot of times when they watch infomercials, you know, they get all excited and they pick out the wrong workout. And so we're here to direct them and, um, and just really encourage them and, and really help see their life change. Um, and so that would be, to me, I feel that if we all focus on that, we are all going to be winners in the end and have extremely successful teams. That would be the most important thing, to just want to just have the love for people. Um, if you do that, you're going to be really, really successful in life. So that's my number one tip. <laughs> um, I would say what worked for me um, is I, um, I'm a very disorganized person. So this year I really worked on getting organized. Um, and what I did is I scheduled all my coach calls to call all my coaches on the same day. So I know every Tuesday that's when I make all my calls. Um, and so I'm home and I just schedule every one of my calls on Tuesday. Um, and then every once in a while, I'll go out, you know, and do another call a different day. But I try to stay consistent with the one day a week um, with everyone. And then um, the other thing would be is I schedule another day that I call all my customers. So one day a week I call my coaches, another day a week I call my um, my customers. And then um, and I usually do that at night and then sometimes during the day. Um, depending on the different hours. Um, so my customers are home during the day. Um, I One thing that I do is, and I feel like all the successful coaches do, um, I still do think it's important to make success clubs to track your business, but you obviously don't want to look at your coach or your, your um, customers as points. You only you just want to help them. And, you know, in, um, if it works out that they – should be on Shakeology, which I think everyone should be on Shakeology, even if they don't need to lose weight, because it's extremely healthy for you. Um, I always try to make Success Club the very first week of every month, the very first week. That's how I know I'm growing my business. And then the second week, I try to do like another 10, 15 points. So one thing that I'm doing, that I've been doing since June, that I used to not do, I used to just try to make Success Club 5 or 10, I'm trying to do like 20 or 30, because I know that if I'm just doing five, I'm not helping as many people as I'd like to help. So I this, I really am focusing on um, to make as many points as I possibly can in a month, just so I know that I'm really, really changing a lot of life. And that's how I know that I'm working. Um, let's see here. 
So t- tell me, Christy, what, what are some things that you struggled with this year that, that you would, you know, pass to your team as advice to tweak for 2014 or something you want to improve on? Um, personal development, I feel like I didn't read enough, and I feel like I didn't have my team, I didn't encourage them to do enough personal development. Um, like I had them read um, GoPro and The Compound Effect into a couple of different books, but um, I notice a lot of other teams, they're really, really into personal development, and that's what I would like to work on more um, for the next year. Absolutely agree. You know, I, I've said it a million times that personal development is so, so important when it comes to the days that you don't feel like working your business, the days that you don't feel like going to work out, because this isn't, you know, coaching isn't always going to be that excitable um, passion every single day. It's like everything else. You have you have bad days, and it's the personal development that I really feel for me over the last few years has has helped pull me through those times because I know that only through personal development and something I learned from personal development consistency am I going to hit my goals. So I'm going to talk a little bit more on that when when I when me and Jason or when I close out my my portion of the call. But very important, Christy. Awesome. Glad to see you're going to dive more into that. What else? Thank you. Um, the other thing would be, um, I'm a Facebook girl. I've been doing it for almost three years. It's still working for me. <laughs> and I, you got to do what works. If it doesn't work for you, then you go on to another avenue or try something that does work for you. But uh, Facebook has been phenomenal for me. Um, I made almost, well, I did um, 29 points in the month of July. Um, and I did a couple other months where I did over 20 points. Um, and I did it all off of Facebook. And that was just, inviting 30 people a week on average and um, just inviting friends of friends. And um, Facebook, is um, they have it where if you invite a new friend and they accept your friend request, which everyone does if they have at least 10 friends or more in common, um, they see all your posts for two weeks, like two or three weeks straight. You are like number one in their um, on their home page. They see everything, and, and they've never seen all this speech body stuff before, so they're not, like, sick of hearing about it or bored hearing about it. They're intrigued. And so those are all the people that have been buying challenge packs from me. <laughs> so, um, it, you know, I, I started um, moving into doing um, Instagram and um, Pinterest um, a little bit. That's a lot of fun. But my main thing is still Facebook, and I, I just because – it's endless. I'm after going on three years. I'm still inviting thirty people a week onto my friends. Um, in I'm still inboxing them, and they're accepting. So awesome, good stuff. Um, I know that that we couldn't have some of our elite coaches, so Jason and I are probably gonna take you guys home. Um, I don't know, Jason. You want to go next? Or you want me to go? Jason, you out there? Oh, you know what, Jeffrey? I have one more thing. Um, I've been getting, I do do some um, success code points just from calling my customers and sending e-cards. I've been getting a lot from that, too. Oh, very cool. Yeah, I know they're getting better with the exposure rate mm-hmm. on the e-cards, too, especially since the, um, the do not contact has been, you know, improved upon. I noticed we're getting a lot more phone numbers. I don't know if anybody realizes that, but yep, um, almost yep. all my and then just a tip too: a, a lot of our customers who don't show the phone numbers in the regular general back office or POV, you can find a lot of their phone numbers if you actually click on the invoices of their purchases. 
a lot of times you will see their phone numbers up where their addresses on the invoices in the previous office view. Not going to see it in the coach online office, but I'm going to challenge more of you on the call. Um, this is one of my challenges for you guys is to get more familiar with the previous office view. I know a lot of you are scared of it and don't want to go in it, um, but it is much more um, accurate and much more information built than the Coach Online office. And there's some gold nuggets of information in there, especially when it comes to your customers. So take a moment, you know, later on tonight, maybe, you know, tomorrow if you got some time or over the weekend before it gets too busy, and go into your previous office view. Click on your customers and click on all their invoices, you know, over to the right when it shows their orders. And you're going to find a lot of customer phone numbers in there that you're going to be able to utilize. I don't know if you knew that, Christy. Yeah, I knew that. I um I'd say half my coaches in my downline are customers that Beachbody gave me. And the other half um are people that I knew. <laughs> so I um I still haven't really a, ran out of my warm market and <laughs> I've gone on three years. She has a good customer huh? to conversion rate. You have a good customer to conversion rate. Yeah, yep. So cool. Jason, you out there? Yeah, sorry, I had mute on. No worries. Do you want me to go or you wanna you wanna go next? I can go. I think you probably had a better year than I did. Um, and that's so, you know, the assignment for the elites was to look over their year and kind of just say, you know, what works for them, what didn't work for them, and based on that, you know, what they're going to do more of next year. So it's like the first thing that came to my mind is, like, it's all a blur. A lot of times, you know, with uh, the elite coaches, and especially maybe this year, it just felt like I was jumping <clears throat> from one event to another, Um you know, so you look at this right off the bat, and I was a date with Destiny, and then the next thing that came up was, like, you know, the first Super Saturdays of the year, then we had um, Success Club, Trip in Disney, then we have Summit. Um, took, a lot, took a lot of time off this year with kind of, like, the summer in Michigan, um, where I wasn't working the business as hard as I should have, and I saw those results. You know, and then we come back from that, we got Leadership. There's another couple more Super Saturdays in there. Um, I did, you know, an insanity training. And then before you know it, it's like it's the end of the year. So I think the first thing I look at is, you know, about organization and uh, time management. And, you know, really I didn't do a good job of that this year. Like I was being more reactive than proactive. And when you're reactive, you know, like the they always say the devil's in the details. So it's like you're – mind and body and hands will find, you know, something to do with the idle time. So if you just sit there and go with the um, the recommended schedule that they give you, there's not going to be a lot of time to do your, your daily core activities. And so it's like I kind of felt all over the place and stuff. Um, the one thing I want to say, and I think this is a really good thing, is, uh, you know, Danny Johnson <clears throat> has pretty good recommendations for how to spend majority, the majority of your time. And in the network marketing business, what she's saying is, you know, about 80% of your time will be recruiting. It should be recruiting. About 15% of your time is, you know, training your new um, people. You have to get people trained up right. And then only about 5% of the time is left over for um, working with, like, existing problems in your business. And I know, for me, that, like, that wasn't the way that I spent my percentages. And those numbers might be a little bit, little bit off. That's kind of what I remember. I couldn't find the exact numbers online. Um, but I would almost say it was re reversed from that. You know, I spent, you know, probably 85% of my time dealing with, like, existing 
problems in the in the business and trying to keep people active and um, you know th- those kind of activities like dealing with the people that you know aren't excited to do this business and not doing as much recruiting and I think that that definitely shows um I was discouraged at the beginning of the year because I kind of looked at the analysis right off the bat and um, <clears throat> for right off the bat like I knew my numbers were going to be really low for the lead this year so I, I basically gave up on the elite contest within the first month or two of the year because the TV looks so um, so hard to overcome. Yeah, and that's true. You know, I'm still sitting here at the end of the year, and I'm like a million, half million TV team volume points short of what we happened happened last year. Um, and that's just like team movement around, like some of the stuff that's the stuff that's happening. Like it's, it's so deep that I don't see that in, in my first three levels. Um, but because of that, I kind of gave up, gave up on that goal. And then when you give up on a goal like that, they worry about they worry about you know the elite points and the elite points and the success club points are really they're they're just designed to be incentives for you to go after that goal. But it's really about doing the right core activities. So you know, for elite, it's like you get those points when you um, have your own coaches that have you know been here in the last two years do their success club five and you know those points get doubled when you do your success club five so really what is that saying it's saying you know to spend that 15 percent of your time training the existing coaches that you have they're just coming in new and then you know another big percentage of your time to recruit new people um when i look back and i say um some of the activities that worked for me i wrote down Um, things that didn't work was <laughs> I spent a lot of time like with uh, like TV shows this year that like um, I just watched Scotty Hobbs and and Amber Scott posted videos videos about what they had to give up this year to, you know have or you know in their careers to have great careers and one of the things that both of them said was you know like there was no time for TV and I found, and I found myself kind of falling back into the habit of, like, you know, at the end of the day now, like, I'd like to watch like a half an hour show to, like, kind of rest your mind before you fall asleep. And I found myself, you know, getting into some of these shows, you know, um, and then wanting to follow up with them and being excited when the next one came. So anytime you do that, then you're not doing you know, the core activities, like, you know, recruiting and training people. Um, one thing that did work for me is, is connecting with people, you know, in any way, shape, or form, like even if that's at the coffee shop, if that's at the supermarket, uh, for me in the past two years, I think one thing that's really worked well is connecting with people at personal development events. So a couple of people on my call tonight said they, you know, wanted to do more, they were happy with the um, personal development they did, but when you go to those events, you know, that's always like a networking opportunity. And when I go to a lot of those events, I tend to find people that want to work a business like this, you know, and they're eager and excited excited to be um, part of a team with somebody else that's successful enough to go into those events. So that's been a, a big recruiting ground for me. Um, I agree with what some of the people are saying is that Facebook has kind of slowed down um, for me. And now I know there's a lot of other coaches that are, are working it more effectively. Um, and I think kind of by building systems where um, one of the things I've seen kind of firsthand is my girlfriend now, she uh she posts a link to like a questionnaire and it's kind of like an application to you know get into a fit fit um group a challenge group or a separate application to become a coach and so when anybody like goes to click on her pro- profile that's the first thing that they see 
And so then you have to make this conscious decision. Do I want to become a coach or do I want to join a fitness group? And if the answer to that conscious decision is yes, then they fill out the application. And so now all that Denise has to do is follow up and go through with the people that fill out the application. She's going to know a, a lot about them right off the bat and then, you know, um, take that through to a sale or, or um, a new coach recruit. Um, and, you know, okay, this is a big thing for me is this year actually was pretty good in terms of my fitness. You know, I started out the year continuing up on the Body Beast stuff, and then I made the Body, inf- body Beast infomercial. Um, and then I've stayed in pretty good shape all year long. And I'm like, well, really, your <clears throat> fitness sh- should parallel your business. Um, you know, everything else being the same, if one does better, the other should do, should do better as well. So I'm like, well, why is it that my fitness is still doing good or has done better this last year um, and my business is not? And the one thing that I see with that, you know, and this is really about a self-evaluation, is I'm always consistent with um, my fitness. Like this year, one of the things I did is um, I went to India with Tony Robbins, and I can't even tell you the number of obstacles that came up when you're trying to do Body Beast in India um, while traveling between different hotels and, you know, sometimes not even in a hotel. Like, the first thing was the dumbbells, like, aren't even in pounds, they're in kilograms. So the first thing, you had to convert all the different weights that you're using. You know, and finding time to do that when you're working, like, another eight or you're in an eight- or 12-hour-a-day class, like, is another thing. And then all your other friends want to go out and, you know, have dinner and celebrate. And then it's like you have to find the time to do the workouts. But for whatever reason, I always found the time to do that. And so I think the consistency is the number one factor in my fitness, but for my fitness, and that's what lacks in 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 my um, business, like the time management skills, the you know power hour, as Jeff would say, or the daily activities that you have to do in and out to make sure you're doing those those three different activities: recruit, training, and and uh, problem solving. So I know it's kind of like a lot of meandering and wandering around, and I'm not sure if there's a lot that people can pick up there about what to do, but maybe there's some things about what you shouldn't do. And I think going forward for the um, new, you know, you know, ultimately this, this business is pretty easy. Um, we want to meet new people, and, you know, it's a funneling system. The more people you meet, the more will come out of that funnel. So you want to introduce yourself and invite, and like Christy says, you know, help people with that in mind. I mean, this month in particular is really, I feel, easy to work the business because we have a brand new product out. Um, But more than making money and, you know, almost at this point, the commissions don't matter to me. You know, my team bonus is such a bigger, significant part of my check that I'm not worried about the commission. So I definitely help people get the products, but I don't worry about commissions at all. And then, you know, I'm already at nine or ten points uh, for this month. You know, and I wasn't even worried about getting points. It just happened from connecting with people and, like Chrissy said, helping them get involved in the program that's, that's best for them. And especially in a month like this, you know, a few people that have come to me because of the excitement of P90X after talking to them, they end up doing a body beast or they end up doing um, P90X instead of P90X3. And so I really think that connection um, is what makes this business successful. Now, the successful points and the elite points our goal is to strive for, but, you know, shouldn't necessarily dictate your daily activity, and those things should follow when you're doing the um, right core. Um, I do always feel, and I'm sure I'm taking up too much time here, Jeff, but I think we get a long hour. Um, I, I do always feel that I'm not always worthy of the position that I've obtained, you know, and so it's like I sit 
atop this group um, of a bunch of committed fitness and caring individuals that are working hard every day to make their dreams come true and the dreams of the other people that they work with. And so it's like, you know, sometimes the checks for that can be really large if I do everything in the right way. And so, like, a struggle for me, and this is just more of a personal struggle, is always feeling worthy. And so one of the things that I do is I really try my best to make team tools like coaching codes and coach tools. And I think um, a goal for next year is really to create a good team site. And I've already showed that to a couple people on this call um, right now. And really what I want that to be is a, a team website where, you know, it really resembles like a Facebook where we each can have our member profiles and we can each have um, access to a form there. And, and what I'd love to see down the road is that we can run individual challenge groups there. And so it's like we tried before this year to kind of create team challenge groups where everybody could, you know, send people and didn't have to necessarily be doing that product. So I think down the road as we work with this, you know, it'd be great to have a place to send all of our customers to where they can pick up in a challenge group you know, any time of the year and being with a number of people that are um, doing the same sort of group. And also we need that website, I think, to create sort of this scavenger hunt type of feel for for challenge groups, yes, and also for, like, coach basics because I think, you know, one of the things I definitely lack is training my new coaches, you know, the best and effectively. And I've seen that just this last week where I recruited a new coach in a transfer position who's more eager to learn what to do next than, you know, I have stuff ready to give her. Um, and I don't want to have to tell her, you know, to wait to January for the next group to start. So I'm really trying to, like, piece out the, the daily activities that she has to do, you know, in terms of, like, a coach basics group. And and I'm being more of a roadblock than a um, highway for her. And so I want that to change. I think the best way that we could do that is if we put all, every new coach in, um you know, um a coach basics group and then, they were allowed to go through it at their own pace, you know, set up stuff like in daily activities, and if it took them two days to do it, oh, well, but we don't give them the password to the next step until they complete that activity, and then keep track of the, the activities that they do in a database, and so anytime that we want, we can go back and kind of look and see what their why is or how far they've come, and I really think that's something that um, I've already strived to achieve, and in doing that, that gives me that that worthiness feeling, and then also um, a separate part of the team site that I'm striving for is like a form of like frequently asked questions. I know today I spent three or four hours just answering questions to folks and teammates that, you know, wrote and, you know, had questions that were easy to answer, but also like not necessarily something that, you know, 16 stars should be worried about doing. So I think if we can, um, and, you know, our Facebook group is great for getting some of those answers, but the speed of, of a Facebook or a Facebook group, like, you know, kind of things kind of get lost in there. So if we had a better searching index, you know, for frequently asked questions, I think that would also be a tool to use. So that's um, really a tool that I have um, planned on making for this next year. So I've been, between those three activities, you know, much more recruiting, 80% recruiting, 15% training or new coaches, and 5%, you know, kind of fixing existing problems or re-motivating, you know, coaches that maybe aren't as excited, um, I think that would lead to a more successful year. So it probably took up way too much time, but uh, from what I wrote down, that's that's all I had. Dude, those are awesome, awesome tips, awesome pieces of information, and I have to say that some of the things parallel what I had written down here. And, you know, as as one of the the leaders and your elite coaches in here, one of the things that I strive 
and want to do more um, in 2014 is work with more of the individuals a little bit closer one-on-one -on -one who want, um, you know, want to step up. Because what you guys are not realizing um, is that every single one of you, in my eyes, is um, a leading coach here on our team. You guys are making the efforts to be on these calls and or listening to the recordings on a, on a weekly basis. You're regularly posting and helping the coaches out in your team pages or our, our greater team pages. And I just don't think that enough of you see that in yourselves yet to understand that there is greatness in you. There is the opportunity for every single one of you to have the same type of business as a as a Nicole Jones or a Lindsay or a Christy, Becky, um, Christina, Jason, you know, all of us have in our businesses. All of you have the same capabilities. And Jason mentioned, you know, earlier this year or earlier that, you know, elite for him, you know, was a daunting task, and it was for me as well. Um, I'm going to be sitting on the sidelines with Jason this year, not, not, not going to be an elite coach for 2013, and you know what? It's it's a tough pill for me to swallow, and and I realize it's because you know a little bit because of the challenges that we have as you get farther in this business, the ATVs it's a daunting task to hit, which was just like Jason for me was one of my killers. Um, but I also realized that I got a little lackadaisical in one major activity that's a piece of advice for everybody. Um, and that's the recruiting portion of this business. I'm not just talking about recruiting new coaches. I'm also talking about recruiting new, new customers for challenge groups. Um, I realized I went back and looked at some of my, you know, figures from the last couple years. And, you know, year number two and year number three is where I had my biggest growth. Year four, which I'm just completing right now, was a good year. And like Jason, I'm not. Uh, I'm blessed every day, and I thank the good Lord for, for what he's bestowed on me. But it wasn't a banner year compared to year two and three for me. And I looked at what was big, what was a big difference for me. What, would, what, what didn't I do in 2013 that I had done quite a bit of in years two and three, and that was recruiting. Um, I had about twice as many coaches, that, you know, join my team as well as a lot more customer customers coming into my business because of the amount of recruiting I was doing. And while Facebook is still a decent tool, I agree with Jason, it's it's not churning out what it used to. And a lot of it's not our fault. A lot of it has to do with the way the Facebook affinity works now and how they're exposing our posts in the news feed. There's so much that uh, you guys aren't realizing they're doing. A lot of you are struggling on Facebook, just like all of us are, to, to get. And it's not because you're not maybe doing the right behaviors or being consistent with them. It's just a lot of how Facebook is choosing to display your stuff in the news feed. There's a lot of, of things going on. And I know, I don't know if you saw it, Jason, or not, but Amber uh, Scott in the wall posted a pretty good article about what you know Facebook is doing. I'll see if I can dig that out and post it in the event page here for you guys to read, but, you know, I, I got I want to get better with some other social media tools. I want to do some big campaigns on Instagram. Um, I want to create more Instagram pages for some of the passions I have so I become that expert in that category and I can kind of cross, you know, the boundaries here and invite people into the world that Team Beachbody is. I have a lot of recruiting um, goals for 2014, and a lot of it has to do with doubling the amount of coaches that I bring in. 
I just happened to know that, um, you know, Jason gave that figure about 80% should be recruiting, um, 15 to 19% should be working with those new recruits, and we should only be spending just a percent or two in that management mode. And I want to get out of that mode myself. I spent a little bit too much time in that. And, you know, I don't want to have to worry about the coaches going inactive. If they don't see the value in this business, while I'm still going to be there to help them, you got to bless and release. I learned that terminology from the great Pete Pena, a fellow Michigander coach and one of the most successful Beachbody coaches we have, that he just blesses and releases and goes find the next individual that wants to help, you know, wants his help. And I got away from that. And I'm going to do more of that in 2014, whether it's an existing coach that wants to help or somebody else, you know, deep in my downline that wants it or going out and finding somebody all brand new together. So a big piece of advice for you guys would be to recruit more. And recruit doesn't have to be a nasty term. Recruiting can be as simple as starting starting more conversations when you're around uh, the dinner table and having great family gatherings here in the next two weeks because a lot of you are going to be around a lot of family. And a lot of you are still too shy and still too, um, you know, introverted to bring up a conversation about what's changed your life. And that's, that's recruiting, just having a good, passionate conversation about what's going on in your, in your life and, you know, how this Beachbody thing is really changing and opening so many doors for you. That's recruiting right there, just having a conversation. If you look at that as, as hard to do, you really got to take a, a step back and look at, um, you know, coaching in general for you because this is all about making connections and making those relationships. So, you know, recruiting is a big part of me, just connecting with more people in 2014. The other big thing that I want to do more of, and, you know, I take responsibility for it, and I'm sure Jason will take some of it as well, but, you know, we have these calls every single week, and while we get a great amount of people to join and listen to the recordings, it's not enough. It simply is not enough. With a with a team the size of you know what's in your downline, Jason? Probably over twelve thousand. About sixteen thousand people. Okay, sixteen thousand. With sixteen thousand coaches in his downline, you know, and well over four four and a half in mine, we should be getting more than a hundred, hundred and fifty, two hundred people on our calls on a weekly basis, and another couple hundred of us in the recordings. And you know, I'm not I'm not blaming any individuals for it. I'm just telling you that we need me and Jason, your leaders, and I am challenging you, Nicole, and Lindsay, and the two Christinas, and Becky, and Christy. I'm going to challenge you more, because this is something I was saving for all of us, to get more people on these calls. These calls are valuable. They bring um, a lot of information to you guys, and we have to do better, and I have to do better, of getting these calls to be more full in 2014. You know, we're bringing you... Um, great guest speakers, bringing you great content every week. And if it's something that you guys are thinking we're still not doing, please reach out to us and tell us how we can improve this. Um, the tools are there. Um, the technology tools are there for you guys to even share these calls. We've got to get this information into the hands of more. But Jason having 16,000, me having well over four, you know, we should be having um, you know, in the thousands every single week between live and the recordings. And I know a lot of teams are getting that, and we have to be doing it too. So I'm also going to challenge you guys to um, commit to this time every single week. We're not going to change the time. We're not going to change the day so you can plan. Understandable that things come up at times, you know, but we, we want to get this information in the more hands of you. So I'm going to challenge you guys to get with your 
your coaches to to attend and listen to the recordings as well. So that's a little bit about, I think, for me, what I'm going to be focusing on in 2014. You know, there were a lot of great things. I don't want it to, to sound like we're only giving bad information, but there were a lot of great things that happened in 2014. I've gotten to develop some great relationship with some great leaders, and while I want to develop more in 2014, I found so many of them in, in 2013. You know, there's some great teams coming, up and coming, from Team Stay True to Team Boom, Team Onyx, there's so many great leaders out there, you know, and I'm not going to name any names because I'm going to leave some people out and tick some people off, but you know who you are. You know where your business is going to be in 2014 with that continued effort, and it's just it's just heartwarming for me to see so many cool new leaders come up and um, take the, the, the spot right next to your elite, elite coaches here because I look at all of you as peers. I've learned so much from you guys and how to connect. And I and I thank you guys for for blessing us with you know your guys' leadership, your presence, and excited to see where you guys are going to take your business. And for you new coaches on the line, for you newer coaches, you emeralds, uh, rubies, maybe new diamonds, 2014 can be a banner year for you. I know that, like I told you guys, year two and three for me were big, big years, and they can be the same for you. And I think it was. Lindsay, a little bit earlier, mentioned a key word that um, it's going to be my model for 2014. And while I wasn't always um, true to this one word I'm going to mention here in a second, it's what this business is all about when it comes to building it, staying sustained, seeing it grow, and being able to say to yourself, okay, I can live off you know, this weekly income the rest of my life with this one word, and that word is consistency. It's such an easy and simple word. Consistency is something I've circled here about four times that I want to be more of in 2014. I want to be consistent with the invitations that I send out on a daily and weekly basis. I want to be consistent with my recruiting. I want to be consistent on what Christy mentioned, personal development. I want to be consistent with having more calls with more of my downline coaches. I do quite a bit of them on a weekly basis, but I think I can do more. You know, I want to be consistent on developing a call along the sides of Jason and your elite leaders that everybody wants to come to. So I'm going to be more consistent in 2014, and I encourage you guys to get consistent too. I mean, I think there's still a view in a lot of your eyes as you're up and coming, and I get it. It's not, you know, it's not big um, income-wise for you quite yet, so it's hard for you to look at this and say, Gosh, you know, if I if I put six hours in there, you know, that would be better for my business, and it will be, it really will be. But you have to see the big picture. You have to see down the road. You know, Nicole and Lindsay and Christy and Jason and I didn't see real big sustainable checks um, in our first three to six months. We didn't see them after a year. Hell, I didn't even see them until probably into my second full year. You know, into the third where I was really starting to see, um, wow, this can really be my full-time job, and it started to become that point. And here we are going into my fifth year, and Jason, you're probably going into your seventh, right, sixth or seventh, and it's it's five times, and I'm going to say this twice, it's five times the income that I had with AT&T, and that, it, it warms my heart, and I thank Jason every single day for showing me Beachbody and allowing me to be part of this 
and that can be the same thing for you. But it can't. You can't sit there and be the the the, the typical American um, viewpoint that you want success overnight. It does not happen. It does not happen with your fitness. You know, all of you um, who became coaches may have became coaches because of the extreme fitness transformations you had. And you know damn well as well as anybody else that did not happen overnight. It did not happen. It took 60 or more days with insanity. It took 90 or maybe 180 days with P90X or TurboFire. It does not happen overnight. There's no difference with your business. No difference. The only thing that you have to focus on is being here one year from now and being consistent with all the things that you heard from all these elite coaches tonight. If you do that, your 2014 can be much different and much better and even better if you had a good year in 2013 in 2014. So I'm going to challenge you guys to be consistent with a lot of things you heard tonight. And that's what I got. Um, Those are the things that I wanted to mention to you guys um, and just, you know, kind of drive home. So with that being said, I know that our event page has been lighting up a little bit. There's a few questions that I know people have, and I want to see what's out there. Um, yeah, I want to start off with, uh, I just had a question for, you know, almost most of our guests. Um, Nicole went first, and I think, you know, I talked with Nicole at Leadership, and I think one of the things she's really good at is being, you know, really consistent with all the different um, social medias that she used and Nicole, if you can just kind of give like a minute or two little description of your strategy for kind of hitting all the different social media networks, you know, because you're the one that mentioned the Google Plus and, uh, you know, the Instagram. But um, what you told me at Leadership is, I think, a really effective way, and I think if other um, coaches on the call subscribe to that technique a little bit, you know, we'll have a little bit better success. So if you're still out there, Nicole? I am. Okay, um, what I do, because as some of you know, I have three kids, one being just turned, um, she's about to be one year old, so this year's been crazy, so I don't have a lot of time to focus, so what I do is um, I wake up in the morning, and I immediately post to Facebook, my fan page, Google+, Pinterest, Tumblr, Instagram, and I do the same post for all the sites. So all I have to do is copy and paste. It takes me less than 10 minutes, and then I just repeat at lunch and dinner time. If you can just think to yourself just a basic, every time I eat a meal, take five minutes on your phone or computer and make those quick posts, something motivational, share a recipe, share a selfie of you drinking your Shakeology, it doesn't even have to be about beach body. Just be out there and present three times a day. You're going to gain a following. And then when you do throw out the, hey, I have a challenge group going, or, hey, we have an opportunity call tonight, or I'm looking for two people to join my team, you have a larger audience um, sitting in front of you now because you've been in their face and out there consistently three times a day with something helpful. Motivational, so that's basically all I do. Um, I would like to spend more time on my business, but just those 10 minutes three times a day really consistent. I mean, truly and honestly, is how um, I I keep growing. And um, hopefully, if everything stays in place, I'll be another elite coach for next year. So well, that's um, awesome, it's, nothing, it's nothing rocket science. It's nothing hard. It's nothing complicated orders. 
um, this consistency. No, that's awesome. And I almost feel that she's trying to make it sound more complicated than it is. She's trying to, you know, fancy it up. But the truth is just that consistent 30 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day, or 10 minutes a meal. And I think that's a really great way to think about it. And I know for myself, it's like every time I sit down to eat, if I just pull out the phone, you know, and do, it's really easy to take a picture of that meal and post it, you know. And now if you vary that up with motivation and fitness um, pictures from yourself and other people, and then, you know, once a day, like a uh, recipe or a, or a food item, you know, it's a real consistent, easy way to do it. So just trying to make it sound even harder than it is, but her trick is really just being consistent and going through all those different um, social medias that she talked about there. Um, you know, there's so many different tools with the Hootsuite and the, you know, automation, and it doesn't sound like you're using any of those, are you, Nicole? You're just kind of like copy and paste one from the other and you're using all one in the same browser or is there any tricks you do to make it even quicker? Um, no, I, and I have it all on because um, I have an iPhone so everything's an app and then like when you do Instagram you can automatically connect that to a Tumblr and to Twitter so I don't even have to go to those two sites. Um, so really I only have to post like four times and I've got all my sites and I use the same photo and the same um, text. So I just upload the photo, paste my text, and I'm done. Well, that's great stuff and really simple, easy. Like I say, if you only have 30 minutes a day to work your business, and honestly, it's kind of like, you know, just five minutes a day because you're going to eat those meals anyway. So it's just sitting down and doing this um, easy to do activity or easy to not to do. And uh, like Lindsay says, this is what she's doing on a daily basis. And I, mean, I mean, I'm sure there's more to her business beyond that. But those, that core activity is what uh, made her elite for the last two years. So really important information to think about and consider. And maybe just run through those those um, social medias one more time because you do it so quick because you're used to it. Um, I think everybody yeah. needs to write that down. And I'll post it on to the event page, but I also have a training where I'm physically videoing me doing this process so that you can see it's pretty easy. I know it sounds kind of complicated on the phone, but I'm videoing myself doing this. And if you just wow. do it three times a day, it's easy. So I start with Facebook. I hit my fan page. Then I go to Instagram because that hits Tumblr and Twitter. Then I hit Pinterest. Um, and Google Plus. And that's it. So awesome and easy. Yeah, thanks for doing that. If you can post that on team page and maybe even a link to the video if you're okay with sharing that, I know a lot of people on the team would appreciate that. I'll go put that on now. Okay, Lindsay, um, for you, one of the things I've really noticed about you and your business, and you know, I think both of these great leaders I don't get to spend enough time with, and we all played around with like starting a little mastermind group with a lot of the uh, you know, Star Diamonds and our team, and I, and I really still am really doing that. But one thing I really noticed about you, Lindsay, is your ability to delegate things that you're not amazing at. And, you know, I know your time is very limited, too. Like you say, you're starting to get some of your time back for your, yourself. But um, if you can speak a little bit about the ways that you delegate some of these activities, uh, some of the stuff that you delegate, and if there's ways to do it where um, we don't already have to be elite star diamond coaches with millions of dollars to um, you know, afford some of these things. So we're talking like um, busy work that I delegate. 
Is that what you're talking? Well, I'm not sure. You just brought it up a couple different times that you you do delegate a lot of stuff. I know that I think you kind of put out the website for somebody else to do, and do you have assistants doing some of your daily posts? Like any ways that are kind of you know the average coach gotcha. on the team who doesn't have a lot of money to spend um, can free themselves up to do more of the core activities. Yes. Okay. So um, I did. Um, I've oh, I had I hired someone to do my blog. Um, I he works on it every month, and he he will write some blog posts that are very basic, and then I write uh, my own, and he updates everything. So the minute P90X3 came out, he updated it. He redid the whole blog, and I literally can just tell him whatever I need done, and he'll do it for me. Um, I hired a nanny <laughs> because I have twin babies. So um, two days a week, I have, she comes and she does all my laundry. Um, and she it has been wrapping my Christmas gifts from my kids' nap so I can focus because it is so hard to focus without with twin babies. It just is. Um, and I can't let this fall apart and I can't balance both and I want to have time with them that's not me working so what I decided to do was bring on someone part-time and just really focus those hours on the core which is talking to new people making sure I've invited new people making sure I have um, if I need to make any videos I get videos done then um, making sure that you know, those top three vital behaviors are done, and that's kept me going. Um, and even YouTube videos that I've made, I have been using Elance. I, I did. So my favorite uh, trainers or mentors or business development teachers, if you will, are Danny Johnson um, in terms of technique. I really like GoPro as well. I think um, both of them are great. And then um, Shalene. Um, so I did Smart Success earlier this year. Uh, I was able to do it from home since I have the babies. And Chalene, what's nice about her stuff is she offers it live and she offers it in your home. So you can just do it online um, if you can't get out. And so I followed that, and she really taught me how to delegate and what um, uh, important. So, like, I have a cleaning lady, and it sounds really expensive, and a lot of people give me resistance about the pricing, but, um, uh, you know, i got to clean, I've got to do this, I'm running out of time, and what I've found is that it's worth the money for the, the shorter amount of time. Like, cleaning the house was very, um, it, it took a good five hours. The cleaning lady comes in, and it's done in an hour and a half, and I have that five hours, and I would be with my kids to work on the business, which, of course, my income tripled this year, and um, I am with Nicole Jones. I will be elite again with her this year. Um, so, in my opinion, it was well worth the investment um, to have all these different delegated pieces. And then lastly, yeah, I had somebody who helped me send out e-cards, um, and helped me with posts to Facebook. Um, but I am going to, I actually have a plan for 
bringing on a new um, type of assistant position to really, really help me um, do the bit more of that busy work. Because um, it, it does, if you can really, really focus on, if there's anything, if you only have an hour, you really want, you don't want to focus on necessarily spending your time on a blog. Like I would certainly encourage you to create a free one and start sharing your journey with everybody. But um, I would focus on new friends, new contacts. You definitely need personal development, and I say you do that first thing in the morning. Um, there's nothing worse than opening your email and getting some kind of message that just, like, cramps your style for the morning, and it, it, it paralyzes you for an hour because it's just, or you get a phone call, and it just completely paralyzes you because it, it just puts you in a bad mood, or you see, you know, this thing going around about Target, and everybody went shopping at Target, and, I mean, it paralyzes you because you're like, oh, my God, what if it's going to be me? So um, I always encourage you to do personal development first thing in the morning and um, definitely avoid um, when you're working, don't answer your phone. Turn your notifications off. Don't answer your text messages. When you're working out, same thing. Put your phone somewhere. You can't find it. Um, the rule for me is the phone is nowhere near me. Otherwise, I will stop and get distracted. So um, you have to be really disciplined to not check your notifications on Facebook. That stuff sucks your time, and you don't have time for that. You need results, and you're not going to get results checking notifications. Um, and I've found that a couple of the coaches, um, my a couple of my diamonds, have been following this um, discipline, and it has helped them tremendously. It's saved them a lot of time, and they're seeing great results and increases. So um, those are my delegation pieces for sure. Well, that is great, great info, and, you know, you see a lot of the reasons that she is successful, and, again, going to be another elite coach this year, so congratulations to both of them. Um, just to get a feel for numbers here, um, I'm going to run through some of these things that you say and just tell me, like, you know, off the top of your head roughly what that costs. And it, this isn't to brag, and I'll compare some of the numbers that I've seen, but just so people have a feel for, like, um, well, you said that you have a nanny come two days a week. What, what Approximately what does that run you? So she um, initially, she started out one day a week. She was, and we were, I was all over the board with hours. Um, like, first it was 9 to 3, then it was 9 to 4, and then it turned 9 to 5, and then it turned two days a week. So, um, I started out $10 an hour, and it's a cash um, thing, so there's no uh, claims or anything on that, which for her is cool. Um, and then when um, my kiddos, they're they're very challenging. They're boys, and they're they're all over the place, and so um, it's a it's, it is a, quite the job. So I gave her, I now give her $12 an hour. So she costs about. $192 a week because it's about 16 hours. Um, and then she does, she gets my laundry done. She gets their laundry done. She has, you know, and I'm telling you, this is, this is tedious, but it's like just moving clothes when they move up to six month size, when they move up to 12 month size, that is like, we have to move stuff out of the drawers and bring it in. And that's a lot of work changing their sheets. It's just so much. And so she does it all for me and um, it's well worth it. Well worth it. Um, my cleaning people said, come every other week. What? Okay, go ahead. That's another one, yeah, cleaning. Uh, cleaning people, um, 
come every other week and I pay them a hundred dollars and they clean my whole house to deep clean it. Um, so that's that. And yeah, for me, for me too, on the cleaning, um, I agree with what she's saying. Like every other week I pay a local cleaning lady to come over and, uh, she charges like a hundred or eighty dollars to go through. And today, like I looked at the kitchen tiles and like the, color of the grout changed. I'm like, wow, I always thought the grout was black, and no, it turns out it's cream. But we've just never cleaned it that well. So, you know, it's two different things there. It's like, you don't need to waste your time doing it, and um, it can be done better by another professional. What about, like, for the blog? You say you're paying somebody to kind of manage your blog and then occasionally write a post or two for you. And again, this is just to give people an idea. And you know, if, if the number is too high for you, that's okay. But I think a lot of people have objections to this because they think the number is going to be, you know, so, so high. And when you think about what you could be doing in the meantime, if you can earn more in that time than you spend, then you can, should consider it doing it, especially if it's not something you enjoy doing yourself. Yeah, and, and let me add, um, Shalene, who really convinced me a lot of this back in, and I was, like, I was working around the clock, like, I mean, no sleeping, it was, like uh, Jeffrey mentioned, Scotty and Amber, like uh, it was very much a lot of sacrifice. It was just babies work, babies work, babies work, um, work out. You know, it was never, never sit down, no TV. And um, so Shalene said she was $500,000 in debt and she was doing everything. She was being the mom. She was trying to build her business. She was, she was just all over the place and um brett her husband just was like let's just bring someone in a couple hours a week to do the laundry and while the laundry's being done they clean the house and that gives you some break because again and, and i watch when i watch this and i watch my husband is um his personality is very emerald so he he's really particular about the clean cleaning and everything and the deep cleaning and i just remember I can't even count how many weekends went by, and it was like he started in the morning, and it got to be late afternoon. I'm like, that's cool. This whole day was just you cleaning the house, and we didn't get anything done. Oh, I'll add another thing that I do. Um, so, you know, it was, and then and then it was the adventure of going to the grocery store, and that was our weekend because these the babies, right. and it was just very much like this is this can't be my life because this just can't be right. So um, when Shalene says she was $500,000 in debt and still invested and she made her first million that year, I was like, okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. So um, I, you know, and then Eric Worre, he's the guy who did GoPro. I watched a video of his as well, and he even said, you need to focus and work on what you're good at. And what you're good at is talking to people inviting people and recruiting people and that's where you need to be focused 100% and he's like I would lock myself in a, in a in like a cave room you know in my house and and tell tell family like I'm over here and um I'll be up shortly you know and and you know a lot of the top coaches did that they locked themselves out for a while and really sacrificed yeah. and it's paying really well on them and nobody has to move that fast. You certainly can if you need to. Some of them just really needed that. Um, 
some of us really want to move that fast. Some some are just enjoying the ride. And, and um, one thing that I love to tell people is, um, I think Danny Johnson told me this, was even if it takes you five years to get to a six-figure income, it's well every, everything you're struggling with right now in terms of, um, you know, I'm only paying for my Shakeology. I'm only getting like three customers. I'm still an emerald. It'll be worth it because um, what is, you know, it, my, I always ask those who have the goal of retiring their jobs, I'm like, are you happy? Can you do this for another 20 to 30 years? Is, this, is that where your heart's at? Or if it takes you about five to six years and you're not moving as fast as, say, you know, some of those top coaches, but yet you'll get to that 150, you know, six-figure whatever, is it worth it? So, and then I um, also have groceries delivered to my house, so that was my last delegation. So I don't no, that's about. awesome. And then just for the blog, what do you pay for the blog? Just the number. Oh, um, currently I was paying. He he redid a lot of stuff, and it was a three hundred dollar a month fee, but it goes down to eighty. Um, one. Okay, so eighty dollars a month 80. for maintenance. No, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's not bad. That's something you hate to do. Okay, we we need to uh, move on though. I think what she's saying there is really awesome. Mm-hmm. If you live like nobody else will now, then um, you can live like nobody else lives in the future. That's kind of what you're saying. I know there's some questions for Christy, so I want to turn it over to her. Jeff. Yeah. So so um, Christy, you definitely can can type up. I want you to just give a short answer here, and you can type up more. There's several questions for you surrounding, and I'm just going to combine this into one question, Christy, for the sake of time, and then you can expand on it more on the page. But a lot of people are asking, you know, regarding your customer interaction. You know, how have you been successful um, converting so many customers to coaches? Um, you know, with that being said, you know, what what is it what does that look like for you, Christy? How do you make that connection? You know, a lot of people are saying that they send those friend requests to some of those people and they don't ever hear back. You know, how do you get the conversation flowing? Um, where's your success coming from with the free customers? And, and um, also with that, like the amount of time that you spend doing that. Okay. Um, Jason, I don't know if you remember, we did a three way call. I called one of Jason's customers. And I made a mistake. I think he even signed up. He might have signed up as a coach. But Jason, um, we did a three-way call on that. And um, if I'm leaving anything out, you can kind of talk about it a little bit. But um, I um, just basically um, being a friend of them and caring about them and caring about their needs, people can tell if you're just there to get some points or make money off of them um, or sound like a salesperson if you really, truly care about them. And I feel that um, people can tell that I really do care about them because I actually do. You can't fake that. And so um, I'm a very, I just, I truly care about people and I truly care about helping them. And so I think that's where my success lies. Um, It's just, um, I mean, if you do that, you're going to win in every situation. Um, Just building a relationship and talking to them about, you know, if they ask, you know, talking about their children, um, asking what they do for a living, um, you know, asking about what they're, uh, what they'd like to do, uh, like how much, how many pounds they'd like to lose, or um, you know, just just get into a deep conversation with them, and and it's okay to be in a conversation with somebody for 45 minutes and build a relationship with them. Um, that's what I do, um, and a lot of people aren't willing to do. That. 
but I am, and I think that's where my success lies with my customers. I agree with that. You know, and I remember the call that we did, and uh, we have a one of the calls on team leadership calls is, you know, where Christy and I are actually calling up live customers. So I would say review those two calls, and you really get a feel for the set structure that we did to the call. But um, yes, you're, it's more about connecting with the individual than about selling anything. And if you just follow that format, you know, where we ask about if you get your program you had, um, how did you like it, how does your nutrition look, oh, did you hear about the coaching? Well, that's a thing maybe consider in the future. And each of those things leads to more questions. And I think long term, what you find out is it's super enjoyable to connect with that people at that level. So that's good. And now, how many hours a week do you spend calling people? Do you think? Um. <clears throat> I usually spend a couple hours a week calling people, um, sometimes more, um, maybe um, maybe hours. Um, but a lot of people I can't get a hold of, so I don't leave a message. Sometimes I leave a message, but um, I'll just usually hang up and try it back a different time. Um, and I'll just write little messages if, they, if we reschedule. I always, at the end of a call, if I call at a bad time, I always try to get them to commit to another call and ask them what day and time would be work best for them. Like if I catch them in the middle of dinner or maybe they're tucking their kids into bed, um, I will um, ask them what time and day would be best to talk next. And I schedule a call with them and write it on my planner, and I obviously I call them on that exact time and day that we schedule. Yeah, I think that's a huge part. If you're asking people, and, and the point of every conversation is just to schedule the next appointment. You know, I think they really hit that home and GoPro um, the reason that you're having this conversation is just to have the next conversation, just to schedule the next step. And eventually, if you keep doing those steps, that that will become a sale, um, you know, and a coach commitment. But if she's if she's asking for a time that they're available and following up exactly at the time, people are more likely to commit to um, her because they can already see how consistent she is and just the fact that she follows up. So I think that's really important. And I just pulled yeah. a call, Jason and Christy, that you guys did when you. We've done the live, uh, the live interaction with the customers and all of our callers are listening. So I just posted that live on the event page. And I feel bad, but the, the call that Jason and I did, just the three of us, it was with one of his customers. Um, that was not recorded, and that was a really, really good call. Um, I think I think there were some good ones on here, too. So if I remember right, we you guys had yeah. some good positive connections. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember there was one... one um, phone or a leadership call that we did where basically Christy just got on there and talked about her techniques, you know, without any live demos. So I would refer back to both of those calls. But I think okay. the big majority and maybe the answer to a lot of people's questions in, in this realm is a lot of people are just afraid to call. And so, you know, the hardest part is making that initial phone call. But if you're doing that with, like, openness and honesty and, you know, not trying to make a sale every time, then people are going to be really open to that and they can sense it in your voice. So just get over that fear and, and make the first call. And I think a po one of the things that allows you to do that is having that that schedule of what you're going to talk about. And, and I know we went over that in a couple of those calls. Was there any more tips? The, I'm not sure that fully answered the question that Jeff was asking. Yeah, but I just, um, posted, what other I, just, I just posted the other call, too, about her talking about it as well. Yeah, oh, the one thing, that I would, the one thing that I would highly recommend is if you guys want to know how to start out the conversation, just let them know that you're their free coach and you just want to check in on them and um, ask them what workout they're doing, ask if they have any questions about their manual. 
you know, just start it off. It's very simple. Just like you're not trying to sell them anything. Um, you know, obviously, just you're just trying to help them, which that's what I'm trying to do. You know what I mean? The first call, I'm just just literally just wanting to make sure they understand their nutrition guide that they got mailed to them with the P90X or, or whatever workout they're doing. Um, I want to make sure they understand everything, and then I'm going to ask them if they're on Facebook. And then when I'm on the phone with them, I'm going to um, ask them to send me a friend request, or I'll send them a friend request, you know, and start building that relationship. And maybe it doesn't get completely built up the first call, but it will over time, you know. And um, and that's really, really exciting. And that's probably the, I really, the thing that I really, really love about this Beachbody and this job is, I'm a real, I love people and I love building relationships with people all over the United States um, and Canada. And so that's, that's probably the most exciting thing for me is to help people um, with their fitness uh, and um, just get to know them. Yeah, this month has really been a super easy month for me. And again, it's because we have this new product out, which is really just tr- driving more traffic. But the real sales and challenge points that I got from just came from friends, you know, from different events and things that I've missed that are always been following along for the last six years, calling and saying, hey, what do you think about this new PNDX? I just listen to their goals, and if it's the right thing for them, I'll say, yeah, that's a great time to do it. It's on sale, but actually, if you want more math, I might suggest Body Beast instead. So it's just like Christy is saying, you know, connecting with the people. It's just like Nicole saying, you know, be consistent on the social medias. That's attracting attention that reestablishes and reignites this connection that you've had for three, four, five years maybe, and now that the time is right for them, they're going to reach out, and as long as you do that openly with the intention of helping them, not about a dollar, then, you know, the sales and the challenge points and, and the commissions come anyway. Um, Jeffrey, I can – there's another person. She, she was the very first question. Jessica uh, Myers asked, and I, I would like to answer that for her. Yeah, go for it. And after that, we're gonna, that's going to be the last answer, guys, and then we'll ask our elite coaches to go in there and answer the rest of them on there just for the sake of time. Okay. Um, she asked if um, what I do when I send um, – um, she said, does Christy send a message to those friends of friends, then they accept her friendship? How does she get the conversation flowing? Well, first of all, I'll just, all I pretty much do is post on there, thanks for accepting my friend request. Um, you know, and they'll just like it or whatever, put a smiling face. Um, and I don't really do much after that. I just let them read my post and get familiar with me because I'm going to show up right away on their homepage for about two or three weeks. Um, and I, I will drop off if they don't like something or if I don't comment on one of their things. Uh, but I'll start commenting on their kids' pictures or, um, you know, whatever I think maybe if they have a cute outfit on or, um, whatever, like I'll just start commenting on stuff of theirs. And so I'll constantly be showing up in their news feed because I'm making comments um, about this person, you know, just different things. Um, and so they usually always come to me and because they, you know, they see in my description that I'm a fitness coach. And so they'll come to me and ask for help. Um, I don't, I mean, usually almost every single time they come to me, I'm not going to them, just by them watching my post and by me liking their pictures. I don't know if that answers it. But, but that, also take, that also takes the consistent effort, Christy, right, of being consistent with posting all the time positive things, not yes, being. I, I, no, I post um, no matter what. I post three times a day. 
I'm very, very consistent. I have been for two and a half years. I post three times a day. I'm a very, very positive person. Um, if I'm not positive, I'm not going to post it on Facebook that I'm not being positive that day. I'm going to think of something positive to write because people do not want to read a bunch of crap on Facebook. Leave it at home. Don't put it on Facebook. People don't need. People don't want to read about all this crap. They want to. They they want to be uplifted. There's enough crap in the world. Um, just, if you are having yeah. a bad day, don't post about it. And just remember that you know, Christy's posting three times a day, three or four times a day. Probably no more than one of her posts is around Beachbody, fitness, whatever like that. You you do not mm-hmm. want to make every single post about Beachbody and you're a coach and everything else or people are going to think that's all that you want to do is attract them and sell them. You've got to show that you're real. And a part of what draws people to Christy is the fact that she's just positive and sharing her life as well, her kids, her family, her husband, um, things that she's into, a cute outfit she has on, whatever. You've got to let people see you, not the Team Beachbody coach 100% of the time, but Mm-mm. part of the time and then the other part is you. You know, and that's what you got to do. So you, you and a lot of people like posting recipes. Like I post a lot of red healthy eating recipes and um, just a lot of different. Yeah, I only post about beach. Like I only post about me doing a workout. Like I'll be like, I'm doing insanity today, or like I just posted today that I got the new P90 Experience. How excited I was! But it was more like me being a customer, not a salesperson. Yeah, speaking of P90 X3 Agility X, holy hell! So. <laughs> I'm very sore right now. Um, good, good, good stuff, Christy. And please, Lindsay and Nicole and Christy and myself and Jason, let's look in that event page and we'll, we'll try to expand anything more that's specific for us. But I think most of these questions are for you, Christy. Okay, guys, we are going to wrap up. Um, I'm going to give uh, Jason just a quick minute here and then I'm going to wrap up to help me close out 2013. Um, you know, I just, uh, uh, go ahead, Jason. I'll let you start first. Um, yeah, well, I wasn't really so much thinking about closing up the year. Um, I, I wrote down a lot when, when Jeff spoke, um, and, you know, by all means, if people are in a time crunch, we understand that we're well over the hour, minute here, going an hour and a half, so you need to go, go. Um, but, you know, so I wrote down some of these things. The first thing I wrote down was SEO. Um, I am by no means an SEO expert. But what I've noticed is that when I write a blog post, there's all kinds of WordPress plugins that tell you how to do this. Um, SEO Professor, or the other one I think is called Yoast, Y-O-S-T. And you write a blog post. You tell it which keywords you're targeting, and it tells you exactly what steps you need to do to get ranked number one on um, Google for it. And I've only done this with two or three posts and both of them are on the front page of Google. It's amazing how accurate it works and it's not something you have to pay somebody hundreds of dollars uh, to do for you. So I would encourage anybody that has a blog to look into um, some of these SEO plugins. Well, the next thing I wrote down was Facebook. And you know, one of the reasons that Facebook is, is changing for us is, is not so much that Facebook has changed the dynamic and the calculations and the way they do it. The difference is, is you know, we're two or three years farther in this business and we've gone from 50,000 coaches to 180,000 coaches are doing the business. So the market is just smaller. But if you're doing, I think, what Lindsay said, and working on groups of things that you're interested in, 
you know, that that's the place to find new customers, not, you know, connecting to 100,000 coaches on your your um, profile page because then you're just going to be talking to other coaches about what you're eating, what workout you're doing, what flavor of Chicology you're having that day. And that's really not how we get this. We get this by adding new context to ourselves and then posting inspirational, motivational messages. And then every so often, once a day, once every other day, we mention something about Facebook, you know, like Nicole was saying, not bombarding with them with it. And we've had so many leaders in this calls that said that same thing. The Mindy Wenders, the Brandy Bots, um, they just say they're posting consistently on it and they don't bombard with Beachbody, they introduce it slowly. Consistent, um, I can't remember. <laughs> um, Jeff used the, the term re recruiting a lot, you know, and I said that in the percentages. Recruiting should be apes in your business, but I, I, I almost hate the word recruiting because you're not recruiting, and I don't distinguish between recruiting customers and clients. You know, really, you're just sharing, and I think Christy on the call, you know, said that best. So she's just listening to what people's needs are, and when you listen to people's needs first, then your job is just to try to refer to them a product that you already have some understanding about that you think that, that could help them. If they buy that or not, no problem, but just be that connector. Somebody says they have joint pain, and you're like, oh, wow, you know, we have a joint supplement. I think it's worth a shot if you're really experiencing joint pain like that. You know, that, that's really all I, I consider recruiting. So it doesn't have to be recruiting. I think it's more about sharing. Um, I wrote down consistency cue twice. I'm not sure what that means. But um, it's a topic that's come over and over again. And then but I think the last thing that I wrote down here just talks about the business isn't built overnight. And that's definitely true. Um, Tina Gray had a, real, a neat quote recently is that the business isn't built overnight. It's built over the consistency of doing a little bit every night. And the truth is that, yeah, you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be the 100-star diamond coach that maybe you want to be. But tomorrow is always a new day to start those positive effects that will build to that. And, I mean, it's so easy to see this, you know, with fitness. It's like if you pick up a bad habit every day of, like, having a slice of pizza on the way home from work, you know, maybe there's a deli downstairs from your office, that's an extra two, 300 calories that you're having every day. And so you're not going to notice the change of that over one day, but over a week, maybe you feel a little more sluggish. Over a month, you've gained a pound. Over 12 months, you gain an extra 12 pounds just from that extra one little habit. So really the way to get consistent efforts is to, just to make those small decisions every day. So instead of, you know, maybe having a hamburger with french fries at lunch, switch that to the salad. And then consistently over time, that's going to lead to not plus 12 pounds, but 12, uh, minus 12 pounds. And it's the same with your business. So although it doesn't get built overnight, the opportunity to change the results that you're getting does happen consistently and, and can change overnight. So, I mean, those are the kind of things I have just alluded to um, a year in summary and thanks. Um, again, again, I, I say that I always feel the struggle with, with doing enough, feeling worthy enough. Am I enough? Uh, that's just a personal thing with me. But one of the things I noticed today is that um, I feel that, and I think we all feel that to some extent, when we uplift on other individuals. And that happened to me a couple times this week with just talking to old buddies that wanted to get started with P90X and saying, you know what, that's not the right thing for you. But connecting with them individually helping them, really helping them to get their goals was really beneficial to me. And the other thing today is uh, we saw TSD coach, Mindy um, Hort, I think. Um, Mindy Hort. Mindy Hort. Yeah, Mindy Hort. 
just went five star, and uh, she just said some really nice things about coming from a not so great upbringing. I think she was adopted, um, you know, and just really didn't get had the opposite of the silver spoon in her mouth, and had to work hard for everything that she's ever done. And then, you know, she thanked a lot of individuals in her post, and I was one of them. And it's like, you know, what did I do? Um, you know, I'm, I'm so honored and grateful that she took the time to mention me in that. But I was, like, confused because, you know, I wasn't the one that made her a blog. I wasn't the one that got her up every day early to do her workouts. I wasn't the one that, you know, motivated her to make her contacts and share every day. But she did all that stuff anyway. And really what she said is just, you know, the short times that we had together, those five-minute conversations here and there and the little advices that I could give or just taking the time to listen, really, even maybe more than advice, was help believe, helped her believe in herself more. And so... You know, as I look back in the year, um, that's what I'm most thankful for is the opportunities that I've had with all of you, um, teammates, um, friends, and colleagues, and the small little conversations that we've had in a corner or in between meetings or whatever. And, uh, you know, each one of those means as much to me as it does to you. And, you know, I think my neatest thing with Mindy was getting to work out and, and do um, body beast arms together. And it's probably not a big deal for her, but for me to, you know, have a girl that was keeping up with me and, and pushing me doing that, you know, it was one of the neatest things. And now to see the success that she's having, and I know it's possible for everybody, um, it's just what makes me feel grateful to be part of this team and this organization. And that's why Jeff and I are here consistently. Um, you know, one of the things that we have been consistent with in this business is even if it's not till Thursday morning, Jeff and I always, you know, have a couple text messages or a call. It's like, what can we do best this week to help inspire and motivate our team and give them the tools that we want to build the business better this week? And uh, you see the result of that. That's why we have team leadership calls. That's where we have a new um, Apple iTunes account where you can download four years of audios from this. Is it's been consistency. And I think you you can't do anything with that type of consistency and not have success. So I'm just amazingly grateful to be part of this team and it shows up when any ever ever anybody has um in the Fit Union has a success, be it fitness or the infomercials that um Becky and Christina are part of this week or the success that Mindy Hort has or, you know, Nicole and Lindsay um showing up on the Elite calendar again this year. And I don't want to you know and the call in a depressed anyway, you know, and we, we and Jeff say, well, we're not going to be the elite this year. And I think one of the things that speaks best for Jeff is that he's been elite and then he's not been elite, um, but he still gets nominated for a CEO of the Year Award and wins that award uh, independent of the accolades and recognition that he gets. And the fact that this year is a slower year in terms of volume just means that we've got a great opportunity next year to build it even better and easier and quicker. So um, I'm really grateful for this team. I'm grateful that everybody shows up every week. I'm grateful that you listen to calls. And uh, thank you. Yes, thank you, guys. I really appreciate it. And um, it's been a great, great, great year. You know, despite some of the challenges, it's still, like I said earlier, it's been an awesome opportunity to connect with you guys, and I really can't wait to 2014. You know, Jason mentioned the CEO Award, and while it was um, definitely a highlight for me overall, it was definitely something I look back on and, still have a pretty tough time watching that video. It's still hard for me to watch that because um, I never envisioned myself, you know, winning something like that just for doing something I love, and that's connecting with all you guys. And, um, you know, all that all that really is is just an embodiment and, um, of the relationships I've built with all of you. So I thank you guys for, for, that, for that with me. 
But 2014 is going to be even better, and I can't wait to cheer one of you guys on up on stage as the elite coaches or maybe a future CEO award winner, Financial Freedom Award. There's so many great things that we have to look forward to, but it all starts with you guys making the commitment to be a better coach, be a better friend to somebody, and build your business. And, um, you know, one of the big things that I'm going to continue to do in 2014 is these Coach Basic groups. And the next group that we're going to be starting up is on January 6th, which is Monday, January 6th. We're going to be starting uh, a brand-new group up, and we're looking for more of you who are ready to um, either reignite yourself and or your, your new teammates. Get them involved in that. If you're looking to be involved in that, just about every one of the team pages has a post near the top, if not pinned, about being involved in the next January 6th group. Uh, see even if Jason wants to be part of that one as well with me. So get involved in 2014. You'll see great results. I'm going to end the call now because we are a little over 95 minutes, and I want to give you guys at least some of your night back. But everybody, please, please, please spend a lot of good time with your families over these next two weeks. I know for me it all starts tomorrow with family functions and, and holiday happenings, and it's going to go nonstop for me until right through our vacation the day after Christmas to January 5th. So um, you're not going to hear much from Jason and I over the next two weeks, but that's how it should be. You guys should be spending this time with your families. It's Christmas um, and New Year's, and that's what family's all about. But we want you to still make those connections with family, friends, coworkers, and get January 2014 um, right out of the gun, get, get going fast, and that all starts with what you do over these next two weeks. But spend a lot of time and and enjoy your family. So happy holidays. Um, I will be totally out of hat from about January 26th to January 5th out of the country. But um, Jason will be around and all your elite leaders. we got some main questions for you. So everybody, happy holidays. Jason, Lindsay, Christy, Nicole, you guys, Merry Christmas. And we will talk to you guys in 2014. Good night, everybody. <laughs>